the thoughts that you dwell on about your spouse or your marriage are the ones which you are feeding. And those are the ones which will dominate your relationship. This week, Dr. Noelle Nelson helps us find our inner mule. What the heck does that mean? Stay tuned and find out. Are you running out of date ideas? Let us help. The Hitched Wine Club is the only wine club created for couples and includes exclusive date ideas that will help you and your spouse stay connected. Membership starts at less than $30 a month and provides exceptional, award-winning wines from around the world. These aren't the wines that you'll find at your local retailer. It's like getting date nights delivered to your doorstep every month. And these are just some of the membership benefits. Find out more by visiting hitchedmag.com and clicking the Wine Club link. Oh, if you're attending a wedding or anniversary, gift options are also available. Cheers! Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I am joined once again with the always amazing Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, Noelle is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, author of countless uh, best-selling books, um, and today you – okay, so uh, I have to explain this a little bit to the listeners here. So um, you know, each podcast is kind of its own little story, and sometimes we go off of a reader question. Sometimes we go off of a search term that somebody is uh, trying to find information on our website. We get these ideas from all over the place, and one of my favorite things is, Noelle, you uh, send in ideas – and most of the time, I have no idea what you're talking about. And uh, <laughs> this is exactly one of those times. Uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, – hold on to your hats, everybody. Uh, bring your inner mule into the marital conflict corral. Uh, yep. Yeah. So my first question is, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I had a feeling, Steve, this might might you know, throw you for a loop. Um, l- let me start. Let me start with a Native American legend that some of our listeners may know. Okay. So there's this old Cherokee who is teaching his grandson about life. And he says to, to the boy, a fight is going on inside of me. It's a terrible fight. It's between two wolves and one is evil. That, that wolf is angry and envious, and, and he's filled with sorrow and regret, greed, even arrogance. Oh, my. And, the, and then he's got self-pity and guilt and resentment, and that wolf feels inferior, and he lies, and he's got false pride and superiority. And the grandfather continues as his grandson quails. But the other wolf, the other wolf is good. He, he is full of joy and peace and love and, and hope. And, and even serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, generosity. That wolf is, is truth personified and compassion and faith. But these two wolves are fighting. And the same fight is going inside of, on, inside of you, my grandson, and inside of every other person too. Well, 
His grandson thought about it a minute, and he thought about it again. And then he asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? And the old Cherokee replied, the one you feed. Mm. And that, Steve, is just as true of marriage as it is of the individual. The thoughts that you dwell on about your spouse or your marriage are the ones which you are feeding. And those are the ones which will dominate your relationship. Mm, okay. So so if you think of your spouse or your marriage in positive terms, uh, your relationship will naturally evolve in that direction and vice versa. If you think about your spouse and marriage, or marriage in negative terms, uh, things will likely go downhill uh, pretty fast. Okay. Um, but where does the mule part of this conversation come in? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love that. By the way, I love that story. I, and, and it's almost a a riff on the, uh, the whole devil on one shoulder and angel on the other. Uh, It is, it is. And one one caveat, though, one thing we should make clear is that this doesn't mean fake positive thoughts. It's not when you're having an argument and you're hating whatever's going on that you paste a, a, a smiley face on it. That That's not at all what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, generally speaking, are you thinking of your spouse and your marriage in positive terms or are you nitpicking at idiotic, small, negative crud and turning that into mountains? So and, and that's, I- that's the I, I was just going to say, I, I would assume that the more you did this, by the way, we, uh, you're in the story you're talking about how it, when you feed the good or feed the bad, it, you know, you go in that direction. I'm assuming once you start feeding the good, it should be easier to have those thoughts. Oh, much. Matter of fact, you can, you can do an experiment on yourself. Just pick something. It doesn't matter what your car, your child, your health your foot. I mean, pick something and start deliberately thinking positive thoughts about it. And you'll find that they become more and more easily to where you almost have a hard time remembering a negative thought. Mm. Something has to disturb, if you will, your, your, your environment for you to come up with a negative thought. So yeah, I encourage people to run that experiment because how would you know if you didn't try? I love that we have experiments every week. (laughs) <laughs> for people to take home. It's great. It's great. Yes, we do. <laughs> and I want to tell you right up front, Steve, I'm my own guinea pig all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, let's, so let's talk about the mule here. Um, yes. Where, where does the mule come in? Right. Well, the mule is what settles things down when you're in conflict. You see, when you're in conflict with your spouse, It's like both of you are feeding the evil or the negative wolf. It's the I hate you or the you're horrible or the whatever. And it's almost impossible to go from the I hate you or you're horrible or I don't know what I ever saw in you. Those sorts of unfortunate things we slung at each other when we're good and mad. It's almost impossible to get from there to I love you. You're my darling. And I'm so glad we're together forever, which is the good wolf, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where the mule comes in. When ranchers have a corral full of skittish horses, they place a mule in the corral. Literally, I kid you not, because mules are pretty relaxed creatures. It it takes an awful lot to rile them up, and they exert a calming influence on the high-strung horses. I was absolutely fascinated by this, but it's true. Mm -hmm. You can ask any rancher, and they will tell you that. So, Rather than try to get to your good wolf when you're in the middle of this this 
awful conflict with your spouse and, you know, you're launching grenades at each other. Appeal to your inner mule because that's the part of you that steadies things. Mm. It's the part of you that says, it's going to be okay. This is a temporary thing. I'll see things better when I cool off. Maybe I can take a time out here. Maybe we can both take a time out here. I, I know, I know when I'm in my right mind that we really love each other, even if it doesn't look that way right now. Mm-hmm. That's your inner mule. And if you listen closely, Steve, you can hear it even during a fight. You just have to be willing to do so. I kind of feel that is one of people talk about, you know, the, the pros and cons of marriage in general. And I kind of feel like marriage gives you that mule because um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a long-term commitment. So you kind of have that security of, okay, we're fighting, but I know it's not going to, we're not going to break up tomorrow because this is a marriage and you don't do that. So I kind of, that's the mule part that you have to remember though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's a great point. Um, I, I, it's also, this also uh, brought up a thought in my head. Um, So I'm a humongous uh, NFL fan um, and we record these in advance, so if you're listening to this and it sounds dated, it's because we recorded this earlier. Uh, but the the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony was this past weekend, and I I love watching the ceremony, which sounds kind of crazy because most people uh, don't like watching banquet type things. Um, but I find it fascinating because you get these people who go on stage and then they basically talk about their life's work and what it means to them and who influenced them and what drove them and what it, like who who was their supporting cast and all this great stuff. And uh, and I can't and I'm, I feel terrible that I can't remember who it was, uh, but somebody was talking about a coach. And they said one of their coaches' ongoing regular mantras was uh, something to the effect of things are never as good as you think they are and things are never as bad as you think they are. And it it was – when you were talking about the mule being the stabilizing factor, I feel like that's kind of – that's very similar in that um, it's kind of – it's grounding you know, um, yes. it, this isn't the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Don't freak out. And right. things are going great, but don't take, but, you know, don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Of course not. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, 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 I sometimes I, f- I find, Steve, that images like the image of a mule, oddly enough, is sometimes easier to summon up than a litany of phrases. Mm. You know, yeah. so just think, oh, yeah, inner mule, 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 you know, and, and hooking onto that thought so that you just literally make like mule yeah. in the middle of your conflict. Yeah, because yeah. you can't. I, you, you know that from experience. All our, our listeners do. You just can't go from throwing things at each other, words or, or plates, to hugging each other. Not, there has to be something in between. And the mule is a convenient uh, image, if you will to how to get from, from the throwing to the loving. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I, if, if we were to, if we were to translate this, because I feel like when you say the visuals are easier to conjure up, I kind of feel like that's where like the devil and the angel on the shoulders thing kind of came in. Cause it's easy to imagine. Yes. Have you ever heard of a, of a mule in that type of scenario? No. 
No, it's usually just the devil and the angel and duking it out. You're there in the middle going. (laughs) (laughs) No, although the the mental image of a mule with wings is rather amusing. Yeah. (laughs) I guess you you know what? You could just uh, conjure up like a Pegasus instead. True. Uh, True. So um, if we were to if we were to use this in. Um, because we like to talk about a lot of things in preventive maintenance type uh, situations. We don't, you know, hopefully it yes. doesn't get to the throwing of plates before you try to get to that mule. Um, right. What what's kind of the 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 process of if you find yourself going down, uh, you 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 seeing that you're feeding that that mean wolf. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, what, like, do you just start envisioning that mule and just saying, like, I I can't feed this wolf? I mean, how do you go about that and turning it? um... You know, sometimes if if you can agree with your spouse that, you know what, if things are going down a funky road and if I can, if I have enough wits about me to think mule, I'll just yell mule, (laughs) which essentially means Let's table it for now. Let's just let's just be stubborn. Stop. Mm-hmm. Just you know, because it's like having a safe word if you're wrestling or if you're you know in some sort of sport where people can get hurt. Often there's a safe word mm-hmm. when you're practicing so that you don't injure each other. Right? Any, anybody who's read Fifty Shades of Grey know all about that. There we go. So I wasn't <laughs> going to bring that up, but you know, hey, Steve. Um, I'm not your expert, as you well know. Well, we've done the uh, podcast on it, so the listeners know what we're talking about. Exactly, but and I'm a, and yes, that is a perfect place for a safe word. But you know, it's like when we were kids crying, "Uncle." You know, it, mm-hmm. it basically means I've had enough. And but the mule word or anything else, I mean, yeah. you know, you can use anything else. But the mule is such a, a an easy image for. I ain't moving. <laughs> well, I love I love mule too because a it's a stubborn it, you know stubborn as a mule it is. right and and b it's so um out of uh like out of context to whatever's yes. going on that and it's neutral it it yes and and it would it would stop anybody in their tracks if you're having an argument if you're just like mule <laughs> right. And, like, and you would oh. both know, you would have agreed early, before, you know, in, in normal times, that that's, that's the word that means we just got to stop and take a time out. We've got to ground ourselves. We've got to remember that things are never as bad as they seem. We, we just got to go to neutral, yes. if you will. And it's, you know, having a safe word like that, if you will, to use the analogy, I think could be very useful. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That's another thing that people can... Um immediately implement into the relationship and and this whole feeding thing uh we were you were talking about um how it's hard to go from uh when you're feeding the bad wolf to just Mm -hmm. immediately flipping and then giving your spouse a big hug um Mm -hmm. we have talked about this in the past uh which is I feel like the examples we've used up to this point is when we're face to face having conversations or arguments or whatever with our spouse. Uh, but we've talked about it in the past where you can't go out of the home, badmouth your spouse, feed that bad wolf, and then come home and expect to then feed the good wolf. No, you cannot. It has to be an ongoing thing. That is correct. Where you're feeding the and right to use wolf. Your, 
Right. To use your other image, Steve, you're either feeding the angel or feeding the devil. You can't just go back and forth and back and forth between the two. It doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, so um, do you have any other tips or advice to drive this point home or – I, 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 like I, I would like to mention something because I think the media, the, the, uh, I'm, not, I'm not thinking about the news media, I'm thinking about entertainment, uh, portrays somewhat of a false reality. You see scenes in movies or TV where you know people are having a dreadful fight and all of a sudden they just look at each other and they throw their arms around each other and they kiss and they make up and everybody, everything's fine. And that does happen occasionally in real life. But usually, if if you've resolved a fight that way, the fight hasn't ended. It's just yeah. gone underground. And I think that the the you know the, the the entertainment world is not there to to educate us. It's there to amuse us and entertain us. And um, and set up. Uh, I was I was just going to say and to set it up set it up for a sequel. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> fighting again, but important I think to to not buy into what is mostly a fiction that you can just have an enormous fight and in the next minute fight and make, I mean, uh, kiss and make up, Mm -hmm. uh, your fight will go underground. So you're better off always, um, or almost always taking a neutral stance for a bit so that you can both calm down, get some of that emotion dissipated, get back into your right minds and then sort out whatever it was that started the conflict in the first place. And then it won't go underground. You will literally and appropriately have resolved whatever the issue was. Mm. I, that, that, that is a great point because I, and I'm, by the way, I'm, <laughs> this is off topic a little bit, but I, I'm really glad for you to say like the media and then clarify the difference <laughs> mm-hmm. because I, it just drives me batty because I, you know, I come from a journalistic background um, and it drives me crazy. And, and I realize that there are quote unquote news media shows uh, that have zero journalistic integrity, but it's all lumped together as media. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just happy. Like I said, it's a tangent, but I'm just happy to hear somebody sure. parse the difference between what media is and what journalism is. Right. So, but and I don't expect from the entertainment media for it to be telling me truth. I expect it to make me, you know, have a good time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, I was, um, and, and if you're a listener out there, um, and and you have any interest in this because I'm you know we want to deliver what is interesting to you as well as give you stuff that you don't know about. But one of the ideas I've had, um, and I've had this one for a while, and I've never done anything with it because I I wasn't sure if people would hate it or love it or whatever. But I had this thought of, um, basically going to media, going to um reality shows and sitcoms and even cartoons like the Simpsons and uh, pulling out the lessons from those medium um, about the ways that people um, failed in their conflict and the lessons you could learn from it. So if you're watching like a real housewives or something, and there was like a conflict between spouses uh, and I realize it's not real, um, but it's portrayed in, you know, that's what millions of people watch. So being able to take that, that, that example that everybody has seen and then saying like, you know, what they should have done there is they should have taken a step back, found their inner mule, uh, and done this instead. 
I don't know. I thought I thought about doing that in like a weekly roundup of like here are three examples from the media today or this week, and here's how they should have handled this instead of what they did, which would make terrible TV because then there's no conflict. <laughs> but it's a lesson that you want in your home because you don't want the drama. No, I think it's a great idea. And as you say, if listeners are interested in in are developing that kind of subject or hitch uh, developing that kind of subject, then for heaven's sakes, yes, tell us. Yeah. And we, you know what? We could even, that might even be worth uh, launching a video portion. So you pull that little snippet out and then you talk over it. Anyways, brainstorming on air. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Um, well, I, that, that is a, that is a, um, I think that's a great point though, that uh, you brought up about the realities of it and how it actually plays out. And mm-hmm. uh and a lot of times, and, and and you pointed it out too, of visualizing the mule and what you see is is really powerful. So the fact that those are the images people see and how they think it plays out and how it typically plays out and the realities of it, I think that's really important to know. So, um, yes, I will be feeding my inner wolf today. Hopefully something very <laughs> delicious. Uh, the good wolf, of course. Um, Absolutely. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to try, I'm going to try the mule. I've never heard of this before. Um, so I'm always excited to learn new things. So I'm, I'm definitely going to tell my wife about the mule. And whenever we um, come to a point where it, we may be feeding the wrong wolf, I, w- I will just yell out mule and we'll see how that goes. Excellent. Excellent. And, and I will, and I will report on it here. So hopefully you won't hear anything from me for a really long time. Uh <laughs> Um, but I think that'll do it for us this week. So thank you so much, Noel. Um, always fascinating topics we get to cover and um, great takeaway information and experiments, uh, which I can't wait to hear uh, how people implement them. So thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. Um, I want to remind everyone you have been listening to Dr. Noel Nelson, who is a relationship expert and popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is the author of nine best-selling books. Uh, her two most recent relationship books are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. Uh, by the way, those, as well as her um, newest business book, Make More Money by Making Your Employees Happy, they are all available in the Hitched Bookstore. Uh, there's a little bookstore link on our homepage. Um, of course, of course, they're available on Noel's website, noelnelson.com, uh, as well as all the other, other information where you can find and follow Noel. Uh, Noel's on Twitter. She is on Facebook. Uh, Twitter handle is Dr. Noel Nelson. Um, I am on Twitter at Hitch Media. Uh, we are on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash hitched, um, and as well as Google Plus and Tumblr and Pinterest, um, and even Instagram, although we don't post a lot on Instagram, but we're working on it. Uh, so follow us. And I, you know, I try to stress this. We do different things on the different mediums. So if you follow us on Facebook, what you get on, um, Tumblr will be different. So it's, we, we're not one of these pump out everything to every platform all the time. So uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, so that's going to do it for us this week. So thank you one last time, Noel. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Take care, everybody.
We're all